Keeping you up to date with all the latest SEO and web development news. With a little flavour added in. Well, let's have a Detroit style. The Trademark Productions weekly podcast radio show. Coming live from Detroit. Well, um, actually, Royal Oak. No one really lives in Detroit anymore. Wow. This week, it's, uh, it's completely shitty here in Detroit. It's grey. It's... It's, it's flooding. Yeah. We're supposed to get snow tonight, snow showers, and... Oh, uh, God, I hope not. I'm supposed to go running. And, okay, well, we're <laughs> running that tomorrow. Enjoy that. <laughs> we're supposed to have snow in the morning, turn turning in the rain, but, you know, sometimes in life, you just got to look through it and bang it on. Yes. Which is uh, a huge topic of our podcast today. Trademark Productions Podcast, SEO, social media, web development, and all that other great digital shit radio. Yes. So, Mr. Hoffman, what, what what's happening well, with bang it on? Because... I've talked about that before, and yeah. I've actually done Bing comparison searches with their tool, and I've taken the test. And out of ten, I'm always like nine or ten out of, with with my, Google. Yeah, with my Google preference. So yeah. what's this, what's I am too. I I hadn't thought about Bing it on or Microsoft Bing in general in a while. Um, and then a couple of days ago, I saw the Bing it on ads starting to appear back on television. So I was like, oh, I'll I'll give it a shot. And I did it maybe. 20 times and um you know i had one of my housemates do it as well and every single time it was google 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 and the only i i my my beef with the bing it on thing is that i understand bing wants to make itself as competitive as possible Mm -hmm. with google it needs to um and it needs to provide good results but um and i think this is a good way to bring attention to bing but the bing isn't addressing the primary issues with its own search engine which is um, the fact that it gives five times more spammy websites than Google does in search results. Um, the fact that it's just it it's not as reliable. And the only times I've ever chosen Bing over Google in the Bing It On challenge mm-hmm. is based on images. Because if I search for something and the way Bing displays images versus Google is just more aesthetically pleasing. Um, You're I used think. to it. Yeah. Which most and, consumers are. But on the contrary, we have to give it a benefit of the doubt because we live on internet. Yes. So we, we use do. Firefox. We mm-hmm. use Chrome. Yes. We are completely so anti. We're not um, the average internet user. Yeah, man. We're like, uh, we, we hate Internet Explorer no matter how much they change it. It's got to yeah, be like, exactly. uh, I don't know. Jews hate German people <laughs> because of the Holocaust. It doesn't matter that yeah. society has evolved, and you know it was, it was you know sixty, seventy years ago. Yeah, it's just the fact that it's it's there. So I'm going to bing it on right now. So I'm going to search for something and kind of give a test here. But let's search for um, let's see Detroit SEO. And under Detroit SEO, it's loading our search results, and I can tell you here, I know exactly who the differences are already. <laughs> And I can see where there's replicating results of pages in Bing. And in Google, I can see where some of these things happen. Um, I still choose those results on the left. I don't want another search. You have to, you have to do five searches to do it now. All right. So I'll put on uh, SEO Detroit. Let's see if there are any differences here. Yep. I'm flipping. And I can tell you that. On, looks like on the right. On the right, because I, I know exactly what that's Michigan Web like. Development. Yeah, I. It's we know what we're looking for, but 
doesn't help that a lot of my previous searches in our company is <laughs> with a visited link. Yeah. But uh, I don't agree. And uh, I can even tell you, like, one of the results that's down here is a competitor. And they haven't done as far as any type of SEO except for a lot of shitty link building, you know, five, six years ago. Yeah. That still has relevancy um, just because it's, it's been there and had the credibility, the age of it. Um, but there's still a lot of shitty links. So I still don't trust re- search results in a number of different ways. And I'm the analyst on the deal. Yeah. So I understand uh, the deep inner workings of it. But now let's talk about the consumer yeah. standpoint of view. I, I honestly think I think Bing does have merit in some things. Like I said, it is visually pleasing when you get an image um, or a search result that has a lot of images. It's much more pleasant to look at than Google's just because they put the images right up front and stuff like that. But I I don't know. I, I feel like people still go to Google. I don't know a single person who uses Bing as their primary search engine. I mean, I can't think of anybody. Is it integrated with their new Surface tablet? Is that like the default I'd have to imagine? Yeah, I would assume so. Um, but, I mean, that's, that's... That's always been the thing with... With Microsoft. Yes. And, and that was when they had the um, the antitrust. Mm-hmm. Back in the early 2000s. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't the ni- late 90s, I early think it 2000s. was filed in the late 90s and settled in like 01 or 02. Yeah, but that was the whole fact of uh, it was Netscape was, yes. was uh, leading the way on that because of the fact that Internet Explorer was defaultly installed with mm-hmm. the OS for uh, um, Windows. Yes. <coughs> and the, the Bing It On challenge, I think, personally is just another example of Microsoft having a pretty okay product that has to get by on gimmicky ads. Because if you look at um, like any Surface tablet ad, it's all, uh, you know, it's all people dancing to some weird dubstep music with a lot of strobe lights and it doesn't tell you a single thing about the tablet. Yeah, I don't see much about it. It's, um, yeah, you know, that's funny because about a week or so ago I was watching uh, TV, which I rarely do. And I did see a commercial and I, um, so the note because it was about a 30 second commercial. Is it the boardroom one with the clicking styluses styli? I think it might've been the dubstep one because there was okay. a lot of, it might've been the boardroom, but, but man, the theatrics that was involved in this and the yeah. choreography, I mean, this was no cheap ad whatsoever, but all this stuff was going in. And I guess because of that fact, and it was on a major network mm-hmm. during prime time, it was trying to appeal to mass audience. Yeah, I. But yeah, the the whole point of it being towards the surface mm-hmm. component. Yeah, it, it's just a Microsoft doesn't have a whole lot to give at the moment. I don't think there's a um, an internet show that's uh, syndicated. I believe it's on AM seven sixty, and they have a couple different people on there. There's like four guys. One does talk about web development. I think they're local here in Michigan. It might be just localized. I want to say it's on Saturday mornings or Saturday afternoons. Is it the radio show with uh, Mark W. Smith? Might be. Because I know he used to, when he was in Detroit, he did a radio show. Was it about web and uh, yeah, he's, IT he's, and um, all these other things? He's USA Today's like head social guy now. Ah, okay. So he used to work for the Free Press. Ah, okay. Well, that makes sense. I've caught a couple shows in the past two, three months, uh, listening to them out driving and, and doing whatever background. But what I did remember that stuck, stood out to me was the fact of people calling up that bought a Surface tablet 
and the issue that they were having with just doing simple tasks like going to print something, installing a print driver, mm-hmm. uh, going to switch and trying to save something away from the default folder and actually connecting to a network drive where it is a big switch. It's uh, going from a left-handed driving vehicle to the right-handed driving yeah. vehicle, essentially. The, 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 all the components are the same. All of the elements are there, just in different places. And I yeah. think it feels out of place, and it's been a switchover. And coincidentally, a lot of those people that were making those call-ins were of uh, baby boomer age or a little bit younger. I was, was going to say my, my father just got a new laptop with Windows 8, and he ended up um, buying Windows 7. You know, he paid $100 for the downgrade because he couldn't handle Windows 8 because it's just not functional on a desktop computer. It's just awkward and clunky. And it it looks pretty, but that's about it. Yeah. You know? Well, but I'm still not sold on it. Although, it's funny because I've gotten this uh, radio-controlled helicopter, quadricopter, for doing, like, aerial photography. And you can set up a number of different... Uh, technical specifications and upload it into the the brain of this mm-hmm. quadcopter, and it only has an executable file for the software. So they don't have anything for Mac, and mm-hmm. this is a very very large, well, large company. I mean, they're they're known worldwide. Yeah, uh, into the RC flying um, communities. Um, but I was kind of blown away. Like, so basically, I have to find a PC and install <laughs> it and connect just so I can make changes to the engine. Um, this is kind of a crap. Like, what do you guys yeah. see? And they're like, well, you know, Mac stuff is, is in development, but, you know, this software's been out there for like three, four years. You could always boot camp one of your Macs. Yeah, you, you could do that, but what about other people that are out there? So now, yeah. it, for me, it's like, you know what? It would be quicker and easier for me to just sell this thing and get something else that yeah. that I can work with quicker. Um, so that's kind of a bum deal. Yeah, I, there's, not enough, um, there's not enough development cross-platform, I don't think. No. I no. mean, even... I'm, I'm not a huge gamer, but... Um, oh, yeah, big time. It, bum- there, it right? bums me out when I go on Steam and I'm like, oh, I want to I get Civilization Five, you know, for the Mac. And I realize that it's not available and, <coughs> you know, or whatever. But, yeah, there's not, a, there's not enough cross-platform uh, development as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So, let's uh, move on. What were some other topics you got, babe? Um, Adam Orth from Microsoft, speaking of Microsoft... Um, is uh, he was he has left the company because his personal Twitter account, which was private, um, he was on there and he was ranting about work, about the company, about things he didn't like, and uh, now he's no longer there. And I just find it to it's just another example of why you need to be careful about what you say on the internet. You know, you if you if you're unhappy with yeah. with something, you don't bad mouth. Like you don't yeah. never ever badmouth your employer on on the internet. One of my favorite there's well there's a couple, but I think just in general some of the subreds subreddits uh, are on social engineering, mm-hmm. and this is a topic that frequently people talk about that comes up again and again and again. And you have to look at deceitfulness of a competitor, a recruiter, of another company, IT person, someone in that situation when you start. You start following those types of accounts. You start analyzing that information and picking out little bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember, I don't know, a year or so ago, I watched some program, and it was about um, basically like internet predators. 
Yeah. And one of the things that was brought up was some type of kidnapping. Oh, it was not pedophilia. It was really yeah. – yeah, they were breaking down this uh, basic international crime ring. Gotcha. And one of the things is this video, because of what was happening to this child, but they seen that – you know, the background of it, the inside of the hotel room. Mm-hmm. And even though know, it was only seen for a second, two, three seconds throughout the entire clip of this video, they were able to determine through different intelligence, uh, apparently where the make of the type of room, the mm. type of TV that was placed inside of there, the actual show, the commercial that was to playing, what networks the commercial was ran on during what wow. times. And, it, you know, it went deeper and deeper and deeper, mm-hmm. but I mean, they really got granular to it. And I'm thinking, man, how did they even notice like in the background? And then it was funny. It was like my wife was looking at one of those magazines, like in style or something mm-hmm. where they have stars like walking down the street. Then it's like, what, what seven things are wrong with the picture are different from one picture mm-hmm. to another. And I'm like, it's really to the point of looking at that, looking at the very f- small, minute details to help to make determination of where that information can take you. Yes. So analyzing people's Twitter posts. Um, what they're posting to their Instagram account and other things are, is just great social engineering food for the people that want to. And if you do not believe me, um, you can go and look at like uh, DEF CON mm-hmm. and uh, some of the conventions like the one that recently happened, what happened in Vegas last year. It made a lot of news um, back in the end of July, early August about some of the social uh, engineering challenges they have that they do live. They do in a soundproof box in front of an audience. And these guys call up, and it's really a challenge on how they can get through. And one guy successfully got through and made all these determinations about, like, the main headquarters for Walmart (laughs) security in Canada and was able to make and and know exactly what browser the guy was using, the browser version, what version of his desktop, how his network uh, drive was mapped, all in a 15-minute phone call. Yeah. Playing things out. So knowing little things like this can really end up uh, getting you in trouble. So, yeah. Be very, very careful yeah, about the shit you post and what you say. Yeah, it's just I've never I've never understood people who badmouth really anything or have like I I'm all about like if you're if you're have a bad day at work, that's everyone has bad days at work. Sure. You know? If you're like, man, today sucks, cool. But never ever specifically voice your gripes directed at someone who will then see it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It just seems silly in two thousand thirteen that we still have to talk about it. Cause yeah. I mean Twitter's seven years old now. You know, that's crazy. Well, like speaking of Twitter, um, you know, a recent study uh, basically came out and said that there are more than 20 million fake Twitter accounts that are out there. And I seen something last night that they've verified that there's over 9 million. I'm sorry. There's over 20,000 or 19,000 fake followers for Justin Bieber. (laughs) So this has come up numerous times like during uh, politics and the last election about the amount of fake followers. And Well, do you remember when Facebook cut down on their spam? Um, It was right around the election last year, November. Um, People like Lady Gaga, Justin Bieber, all these big celebrities lost hundreds of thousands of fans on Facebook. Because um, Facebook cut down on spam accounts and deleted all of these in one fell swoop. Like, peace out, bye. (laughs) Um, So, you know, someone who thought they had a million fans actually really only had 750,000. But, which isn't, I mean, it's it's chump change when it comes to social engagement when you're that big. Totally. You know, Forbes right now has an article about Julian Assange uh, online archive. It's uh, not necessarily a search engine, um, but I've seen this in a couple articles. But basically, the uh, public library, of the United States of Diplomacy, 
um, is hmm. really kind of what it looks like. So the group started with a searchable archive that includes over a quarter million of the leaked State Department memos. It had uh, basically its cable gate archive. Mm-hmm. And uh, added uh, 1.7 million files from the State Department uh, from 73 to 76. And also has Henry Kissinger as a, uh, as a the, well, with the tenure of Henry Kissinger yeah. as the Secretary of State. So there's over a billion words that's in there now. Wow. Yeah, that's all that's basically crazy. searchable. That's kind of interesting, though. Because, I mean, when you think about it, the obviously the government keeps documents confidential for everything yeah but after a certain amount of time like i think it's in 20 i want to say like 2030 around there we're going to be able to get the kennedy files are going to be legally 20 public 2030 or something oh that that long yeah but i mean it's still you're looking at you know the next 15 20 years we're gonna be able to see all that but to have it all in one digital place is and speaking of, like, digital archiving, yesterday um, there was a story on NPR about, you know, there's all this new gun legislation going through Congress oh, right now where they're talking about, um, you know, the universal background checks, blah, 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 and how people are afraid that there's going to be a national registry of gun owners, which I, I can— Which there already is. Yeah, more or less. But the ATF does not keep a single digital record by law of um, gun owners. Everything has to be physical— and um, they went through the whole process where that's why it takes so long to figure out who owns a gun, like a specific gun, is because it has to go through all of these physical paper, like pieces of paper. And um, Well, Google was scanning all these books to put in their archive. Yeah. I mean, this is not just, something that's very hard. In fact, no, no, no. I actually seen that um, uh, it's Alaska, Petersburg, Alaska. They have an online newspaper archive that spans from 1903 to 1931 now. That's awesome. In Alaska. That's so fantastic. If you really want to dig into the depths historically in Petersburg, <laughs> Alaska, which I know a lot of people do. Yes, it's a popular town. Yeah, you can see all that shit. Have you it. seen the headlines of old Twitter? No. Where it's a it's a Twitter account that just tweets old um, news headlines from like the 1800s. And it's just priceless. Because they, they seem out of context with no article. They just seem absolutely hilarious. I think it's called headlines of old. Um Something along those lines. News, news, news. News, news of old. Um, Headlines of old. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. I can't remember. I follow it on one of my Twitter accounts. Headlines of old newspapers. Let's see what that comes up with. Um, Explore historical archives. Tony Stupid newspaper headlines. It's just really hilarious. You just they're really, really verbose and overly descriptive and just priceless. But can't find it. I'll I'll get the link on there in our blog post, but because um, I know Mr. Reimer here is a big fan. Oh yeah. So yeah. Well, we'll search. Let's see. But yeah, some of them are just they're so funny, and everything's going to be digitalized, you know, eventually. And and by eventually, I mean yesterday. <laughs> You know, here's another thing, too, for our Detroit listeners. Why the fuck does Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, and everybody else have such shitty fucking service inside of Tiger Stadium? Well, it's because every, they're, you have, like, the three or four towers that are right there, but everyone's trying to access them. So it bogs down the entire system. Like, my, um, my house didn't have good service opening day, according to my housemates. Really? Yeah, and we're three miles away. That just sucks. Yeah. But, I mean, it's opening day especially because you not only have the, what, 20,000, 30,000 who are in the stadium, but you yeah. also have the 50,000 who are getting hammered outside. Yeah. So everyone's trying to get on their on their phone and, 
you can't get anything because everyone's trying to send a text hey, message at the exact same time. what's up with uh, Tumblr shutting down Storyboard? I have no idea. Why did they do that? I haven't heard about this, they actually. Laid, they laid off their entire editorial team. So hmm. that's not very, very cool. No. Yeah, so. Take I'll, I'll look at that. I haven't heard about that. Yeah, that's not very cool at all. But it shows you how much I keep on Tumblr. Yeah, I, don't, I can't stand Tumblr, to be honest. It doesn't do anything for me. Yes. But, I mean, it's just one of those. It's a, it's a social network for teenage girls. Primarily now. That's all it is. And uh, lots of gifts. Lots of not safe for work gifts. Yeah, I'm assuming so. Um, <laughs> uh, we'll post some different cool stuff on our blog about this as well. But um, basically, there's some updates on Bing's data searching. Mm. So we'll post some information on that. Yes, That's we will. Some good information. Um, Yahoo Mail has teamed up with Dropbox, which is oh, also pretty cool too. Have they? Yeah. Hi. Oh. I probably access my Yahoo Mail accounts uh, once every quarter just to make yeah. sure that they're active. And then um, every once in a while, I'll spend the 20, 30 minutes I have Going to, through to, it. to clean all the spam garbage that's out of there. Did you hear about the new um, the new mail <coughs> app for um, iOS called Mailbox? It's owned by Dropbox. Um, I use it. And what it is is it's a mailbox that's designed to ke- help you keep your inbox at zero. And it's only compatible with Gmail. Um but what you can do is, based on, like, certain hand, finger gestures, you can have the email, like, have the app remind you about an email six hours later. So if you're like, oh, I can't, you know, I'm busy until 8 o'clock tonight, I'll have it remind me at 8.30. So it'll clear it out of your inbox and look as if your inbox is empty, and then you'll get a new notification at whatever time you want. It's pretty, it's pretty awesome. I use it for my Gmail accounts, and it's, yeah, it's very cool. Yeah. The other thing, too, is Microsoft has a new website for searching patents. So if you haven't uh, had much success with uh, looking at Google patents for the past three and a half years, you can now <laughs> look at this stuff as, uh, with Microsoft as well. Um, I don't know how much different data that's going to be there. Uh, I've done a search at it and looked for some of mine, but um, they're there. But as far as the differentiating and if you're going to mm-hmm. find one above the other or when patents do become actually patented with an official filing date, are they, who's first to get it or whatever, I don't know. I, uh, speaking of you know, Google doing things first, if you look at um, – there's, there's a new Tumblr, and it's called – it's goobingdetroit.tumblr.com, and it compares Google Maps versus Bing Maps oh, of Jesus. the city of Detroit from 2009 to 2012. Oh, yeah. And – I mean, it's show most of it is showing like you know the the devolution of the neighborhoods. But that aside, if you look at just the picture quality of Google in 2009 versus Microsoft in 2012, Microsoft looks like it was taken with a flip phone camera. It's just like grainy, low quality images, and Google is like pristine, just absolutely beautiful. <laughs> well, we talked about last week how they have uh, these. Uh map trust agents Mm -hmm. that are now going out or i forgot what they're actually they're called but uh, i know what you're talking about though but apple's hiring those people to help clean up their map stuff yeah which doing some research on that after the fact i came across a bunch of sites with uh uh basically controversy sites about uh maps like mainly google maps Mm -hmm. but around the world where people have picked apart where they've seen ufos yeah where they've pulled those screenshots off but now if you go to real google maps those are actually blocked off or they're blurred out Mm -hmm. and so the entire uh what are those called it's not a controversy it's a um Um, conspiracy theory conspiracy yeah conspiracy theorists about uh, all these different uh imagery that has been caught and yeah 
different map images. There was, I think it was uh, some uh, large maximum security prison in Dublin, Ireland. Mm-hmm. I saw they, that. They changed you see, that around. Was it on Mashable that you saw this? I might have been. Because I think I saw this article too. Um, my favorite is just you look at North Korea and it's just there's just nothing because yeah. North Korea won't allow Google to show it. How is it that they won't? I mean, if Google has their own satellites and um, they take their but own pictures. They, they get permission from the governments of those countries. So, because hmm. Google, you know, tries to not be evil, as they say. It'd be cool if in a, in a, at some point in the future that we all had our own rights where we could protest against uh, Google and yeah. have our homes removed or our business. That would be cool. So you could just start picking out exactly, you know, what you did not want to have <laughs> be shown to the rest of the world. Yeah, that is, I think the... Uh, the problem with that would be, like, let's say you owned a home and then you moved. Would that home, like, how would that home end up? It couldn't be any different than if you had a registration of a, a title for a vehicle or even a uh, deed for a home. Yeah, And you I sold guess. it and gave it to the new person. I mean, new taxes, new everything else well, has yeah, to be but I'm saying if you, filed with the appropriate government so that the ownership moves through the system to the yeah, new person. If you had Google, you know, you requested Google to take your, your home off of Google Maps... Um, and you moved, that was your request, not the current owner's. Right, but be, then the current owner could um, file and say that they are you know, the current owner and, and I want everybody gotcha. to. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. In fact, I, you would, know, we have a, interesting. We sent my wife sunbathes, and uh, if you could take it during these times, put <laughs> that up on Google Maps. Cool. Uh, last but not least in our, our set of links that we'll have in the blog post is uh, a very cool online uh, video search for houselive.gov and RSS feeds to track the activity on the house floor. So if you really want to look at mm. all the live house debates that are going on and watch the video feeds, They've if you can't fun. get enough of C-SPAN, yes. then there's more for as, as a political nut, I, I love this stuff. I, even if I'm not really interested in the topic, I just like when, when Congress people get angry at each other because they're actually doing their jobs. <laughs> so as you noticed, this week we didn't talk about links. No. But, but I have a feeling that next week we're going to have a nice big surprise. Thank you for listening to Trademark Productions Weekly Podcast Radio Show. Remember to submit your questions online at tmprod.com and subscribe to our newsletter and on iTunes. No copying of this can be reproduced without permission. Terms apply. Copyright TM Productions 2011. All rights reserved.